All right, all right, Pastor. We're back on the air with Power Talk Podcast with Pastor Paul Chicado. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, he's here. He's, he's in the house. He's in the house. And myself, Reverend Matthew DeLeon, my pastor. How are you doing today? I'm doing really good, brother. Isn't it good? Yes, isn't it my, is. Isn't life good, Pastor? Oh, life is good, man. Now, going to our topic, remembering yeah. when you had ministered this message yes. this past Sunday, just a few days ago, yes. and obviously now recording this podcast. Yeah. But remember when, what was your motivation, Pastor, in coming up with this topic? You know, a lot of times when Jesus is talking, uh, he, he always tells us about what's going to happen. Think mm-hmm. about how many times did he tell the disciples, hey, this is going to happen. And they were yes. like, they still weren't getting it. Mm-hmm. And so then he sits at the table with them before he goes to be put to death. Right. And he says, the Last Supper. The Last Supper. And he says, do this in remembrance of me. Yes. Why? Because they kept forgetting what he was saying. Yeah. And Jesus is like, okay, now I need to connect you to this issue. Mm. There's a real issue going on here. Right. Even though you haven't seen it yet, right. you haven't really connected the, the, the one plus one or the two plus two yet. Mm-hmm. It hasn't added up to you. Mm-hmm. He goes, but when you do, mm-hmm. when you do, when you do take this, mm-hmm. do this in remembrance of me. In other words, mm. have a memorial. Take great make this thing of great importance to you right. because what I'm about to do will forever change your future. Right. Because history will be changed. Amen. There are things worth remembering, right? Yes. As a disciple of Christ. Right. And that was one moment in time in history yeah. of our faith, of yep. our Christian faith. Yep. Where God's like, if you didn't if you forgot anything, remember this. Remember, remember this. this moment and remember what, and that's why communion is so when you remember to take, when you're taking communion, remember how important this moment is that you're not just taking a cup. Mm-hmm. You're not just taking a piece of bread. Mm-hmm. And this is why, mm-hmm. why Paul had to correct the church later on because they had gotten it to, they re- reduced communion down to nothing a but meal. a tradition mm-hmm. and a meal mm-hmm. and a time to celebrate together. Yes. Rather than celebrate and remember what Jesus did. Exactly. You're referring to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Yes. 1 mm-hmm. Corinthians 11. And he says, because you celebrate it wrong, because you're remembering mm-hmm. it, for, mm-hmm. you're, you're using it as an opportunity to get together mm-hmm. rather than an opportunity to pray and be crushed by the fact that he would do this for you. Yes. In other words, uh, yes. not overwhelmed, but yes. overjoyed by what yes. he would do. Yes. You're you're actually bringing something upon your life that'll bring sickness. Right. It's actually the opposite of what you're looking for. So taking it unworthily, taking yes. it in vain, yes. taking it as a casual means or let's just get this over with. Go. Exactly. You can get sick or die from it yeah. because that's how important this is. Yeah, because what what he's basically saying is, is you don't understand that the blood, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the blood of Jesus, my blood that I'm spilling mm-hmm. was for your health. Right. But you don't recognize it. Mm-hmm. So basically what I believe that he was ultimately saying is, is that if you don't understand that by my stripes you're healed, mm-hmm. that the blood that I shed for you was for your healing. Mm-hmm. If you don't recognize it, then when you go to pray, do you even know what you're praying for? Right. Do you even know what I died for? Right. And this is why a lot of people don't see healings today because they mm-hmm. still don't even re- really understand what Jesus died for. He died for their healing. Exactly. According to uh, that, that passage in First uh, Corinthians chapter 11, this is why they're sick. Uh-huh. So they're doing the opposite. Mm-hmm. They're not remembering. They don't remember what the blood of Jesus is for. Exactly. I like verse 25, Pastor, where the Apostle Paul says, the Lord showed me. Mm-hmm. The Lord revealed to me. Yeah. He wasn't even there at the Last Supper. I know. He didn't even talk to the disciples, yeah. the, or the apostles, now at, the, at that point, about that moment. Right. 
Right. He experienced it firsthand. Yeah. He experienced it firsthand what the Lord was talking about, even though he wasn't in the presence of the Lord. And if you think about it, if you go back, when you're talking about that healing, mm -hmm. think about what Adam and Eve allowed in. Mm. They weren't. In, they weren't originally ever supposed to die. Right. They were supposed to be living beings that were supposed to live out for who knows how long. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But they cut short their days mm -hmm. simply by sin. Mm -hmm. They brought sickness and disease on themselves. They should have never died. They didn't remember. They didn't remember. And so this is what the Lord did. He came to redeem it mm. by shedding the blood. Mm. This is why He says, if you don't remember what this blood is for. Oh wow. Now, you just put a different weight on that. Right. A weight of responsibility for the hearers, and myself included, yeah. on the power and the significance of that sacrifice. Yes. And that's what he was trying to tell him. He says, look, what, what took place in the garden messed up everything in your life. Mm. I'm here to tell you that you need to remember, mm. I'm here to redeem all of that. With that blood. With that blood. And he says, if you take it in an unworthy manner, not remembering everything that I've done, mm -hmm. I took away sin from you for that blood. Yeah. I took and hung on the cross for you for that blood. Healing. I did it for your healing. I did it for your mental sanctity. Yes. I did it for your future. I did it so you could mm -hmm. prosper. Mm -hmm. I did it so you don't have to die for your sin. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it. Redemption. Redemption. And so here he is. He's saying, so if you don't do this for the purpose of remembering what I did, mm -hmm. You've actually just done a tradition and you're on you're taking it unworthily. You're taking it as a person's a sinner mm -hmm. that's doing it as a tradition. Mm -hmm. And this is what concerns me for my Catholic brothers mm -hmm. and sisters. Yes. I call them brothers and sisters, but the Catholics. Church. Mm -hmm. The Catholic Church. They take it in an unworthy manner. They don't even have a clue why they're taking it. Wow. They don't have a clue. Wow. They don't, they don't do it to recognize Jesus. They do it because they feel like they're being exonerated. Mm, like sin. their sin is being forgiven. Mm -hmm. That's not why you take it. That's right. You don't take it to forgive your sin. Mm -hmm. You take it because your sin has been forgiven. Amen. And you take it in remembrance of right. what he did. Right. You don't take it for what what you you don't take it because you think something is going to happen right. you take it because something did happen exactly past tense exactly. not present tense exactly and you talked about in, in the part of the notes what you said is past sunday easter is a great memory we didn't live in bible times but we can experience it the people who are a part of the catholic church that i know i yeah. can't say this for everybody i can't vouch for every catholic person yeah but that all the catholic people that i know majority of them mm -hmm. They don't, they don't walk saved. They don't even understand what salvation is. They don't. Pastor. And here they are taking communion. So that means they're taking it unworthy Unworldly. because they're not even saved. They haven't asked for Jesus to mm. cover their sin mm -hmm. and then exonerate them from their sin mm -hmm. to redeem them. Right. But they're going to take communion. Right. So that means they don't even know what communion is for. Mm -hmm. And so many of them are sick. Yeah. And let's go talk about the Christian church now. Mm -hmm. We have the Christian church offering communion without offering salvation prior. Right. They should be offering salvation. But if you're ever going to do communion, pastors or ministers or leaders or whoever you are, mm -hmm. you don't offer communion until they're saved. Yeah. Because then they're going to be taken in an unworthy manner. Yeah. It's one of those few things that God is like, wait a second. Yes. So this is a warning. This is a this, warning. This is a warning. Yes, it's a warning. And that's exactly what Paul was giving to the church at the same time rebuking them for what they did do against mm -hmm. the communion. Like I say, we say, well, what is communion? It's not about the communion per se. Mm -hmm. It's about when you say you gather for the Lord. Because remember, that's what yeah. he talks about. He yeah. says, when you gather... Mm -hmm. So it's when the people gather saying, hey, we love God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but 
yet you're taking a tradition, a, a thing that mm -hmm. is not tradition. Mm -hmm. It's communion. Yes, sir. It's what Jesus did. It's, 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 mm -hmm. You're saying when I take that communion, mm -hmm. it's as if I died with Christ on the right. cross. Right. When when I partake of that body, I'm, I'm saying I'm partaking of the death that he yeah. experienced. Yeah. That's all you're saying. Yeah. And so when you do anything less than that, you're not really honoring that. You're right, Pastor. And the definition of the communion is fellowship. Mm -hmm. You're fellowshipping with what Christ did yeah. and honoring the moment. Yes. And that's why it's considered to be a memorial. Mm. It's interesting because um, when you look at like, um, when you take like a, a people that have passed, yeah. I know a lot of people that will do memorials constantly for their loved ones that yeah. have died. Mm -hmm. And you know how much respect they'll show that? Mm -hmm. People will they show do. up. Uh -huh. They'll cry. Mm -hmm. they'll, they'll cry. They'll laugh. They'll remember the good times. They'll remember everything about that person for right. the memorial. Right. But they don't do that when they take communion. Communion is the memorial. Mm -hmm. We don't even do that when Jesus after what Jesus has done. No, you're right. At funerals, we get dressed up. We get dressed up when you do a memorial. Some some people do a memorial a year after that person's dead. They get it's together. The and it's like, yeah. why? Because they're taking that mem memory of that person yeah. and they're they're coming together in honor. in honor and respect for that person that's dead. Well, how come we give more honor to a dead person than mm -hmm. to a live one? Mm-hmm. How can we give more honor to a person who didn't spill blood mm -hmm. and gave the body as a sacrifice for your life? Right. But when we go to take communion, we don't give the same honor to the Lord. Mm -hmm. That's what Paul's talking about. Yeah. And that's why it's so, it's extremely important that we be careful that we don't bring things upon our lives right. simply because. Right. Simply because mm -hmm. we did not honor Jesus's death and resurrection. Mm. And that's all, that's all communion is for is to yes. honor his death and resurrection yes. you don't need to have a big bowl of wine a big glass of wine yeah. and a big old hunk and piece of bread to celebrate no yeah. we're remembering mm. it's a memorial for what he did yeah and uh and a memory for what he's well, who he is it's like you're saying it's a reverential moment yep of what he did over two thousand years ago and we're bringing honor, like you're saying, to the right. name, the sacrifice, and what he did for us. He was, he's redeemed us. That's right. He brought redemption, mm -hmm. the past, that was through his dead body. Mm -hmm. But then he brought life through resurrection, mm -hmm. and he's alive now. Amen. And so what he's doing now. Yes. So what he did in the past yes. and what he's doing now all came through the body and the blood. Wow. And we are to honor that. Honor wow. that. We should be thinking about it when wow. we go to take communion. We should think about it. This is why I always think. Why? Okay, I get it. A, a lot of a lot of churches do communion regularly. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm I'm only a firm believer. You do communion in church mm -hmm. as often as you do it. Mm -hmm. That the word often means that whenever you choose. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So whenever you choose to do it, mm -hmm. but do it in remembrance of me. So a lot of churches that do start doing it traditionally, mm -hmm. they stop losing the impact a lot of times of yeah. how important it really is. Mm -hmm. So I don't ever want to do that. And so I always take it whenever God tells me. And the Lord mm -hmm. always puts it on my heart. Definitely do it at Easter. Mm -hmm. Definitely do it at Christmas. Yes, sir. The others, we might do it in between. Yeah. But it's only as the Lord puts it on my heart. And you're talking about for the church. For the church. Mm -hmm. Now, on private, yes, sometimes sir. it's very important in people's private lives because yes. God has given them a revelation yes. and they understand some other deeper revelational yes. truths to it. Yes. Like uh, John Olstein, his wife, I think 
Dottie or Dottie. Dottie. She was she was diagnosed with cancer. The Lord showed her showed her take communion three times a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and quote the word. There you go. She was healed, Pastor. Yeah. She went through communion and <laughs> sharing God's word, and she outlived John. Yes. And as yes. a result. Yeah. In fact, I don't I don't know if she's still alive or not. Yeah, I haven't heard she's passed. I, I haven't heard that she's passed, but mm-hmm. so she would have to be probably Ladies. late eighties, mm-hmm. maybe early nineties, mm-hmm. but. But yeah, so we see that she understood she did. the personal value of communion and celebrating our Lord and memorying and mm-hmm. through communion. Yes, sir. And so that's a different thing. Mm-hmm. But on a corporate level, not on a personal level, mm-hmm. but on a corporate level, we do it just as often as the Lord puts it on my heart as a pastor. Mm-hmm. And um, there's there's been a couple of times like we've done it at the beginning of the year. Oh yeah, you yeah, know yeah. sometimes God God has put that in my heart. You know, yeah. do it at the beginning of the year yeah. um, sometimes and. Mm-hmm. Uh, but rarely in between does he, yeah. because it's got to be extremely important that we're specifically communicating about yes. something that Jesus himself has done. Exactly. And the good thing, because I'm there on these services when mm-hmm. you do these things, the yeah. good thing is you explain it in detail. Mm-hmm. So everyone, the hearer, the people who are present at the church can really understand, wait a second, Yeah. do I want to take this unworthily? Yeah. Okay, Pastor Paul just revealed to me what he, based on what he said, my life is not right. Yeah. And so the good thing is then the prayer of salvation comes. Yes. Or understanding that we can repent and get it right before the Lord. Yeah. And then you could take it in a wordly manner. No, it is very true because there is a natural progression. So you give them the message. Yes, sir. And and then before you take that communion, you explain that communion in the depth of it. Mm -hmm. Then you ask for the salvation, like you said, then you're able to take that communion. And what it does is it protects those people from inviting more stuff upon their life that they don't need to be ha- that they don't need to have. And also too, Pastor, you, to me, you're highlighting what to honor. People forget, or people just don't know what to honor in church. And the communion is one of them. Communion yep. is one of them. Their salvation, their their confession of faith is one of it. Yes. That as a Christian, you get to, exactly. you are privy to yeah. take communion. Yes. And and the value of that, like you're talking about. Is so significant. Again, going back to just for for one second, and Dottie Olstein, she was able to find healing through yes. that on a personal level. That's exactly right. again the significance of communion. And again, this is what you talked about during Remember When. Yes, and so it's it's extremely more important. And even when you're not taking communion, it's it's good for people to reflect back on what Jesus did for mm-hmm. them. What it does is it brings humility. Yeah. It brings humility, and if you really understand the depth of it, you'll be grateful. Mm-hmm. So between humility and gratefulness, look, the, the only reason a lot of people turn from the Lord, according to Romans 1, is because they, they, they're no longer thankful. And that's wow. what gratefulness is. Wow. And if you read Romans chapter 1, like it that. tells them that a lot of the reason why people turn their back on God is simply because they were no longer thankful is what Romans 1 mm. says. And this is why communion is good because yes. it reminds us, this is why I'm thankful. I'm grateful, in other words. I'm grateful for that the Lord has given me a hope through His resurrection and life. Yes. And you don't need to take communion to remember that. Right. Now, Remembering, remind. Yes, the, they almost seem like two different words. When I'm, right. I'm so you're talking, I was writing the word remind and remember. Uh huh. Remind is almost like to evoke a memory. To remember is to have it right there in your mind already. Uh, yeah, I mean, so when you remember, it, you're basically right. I mean, you're, when you're talking about rem, to remember, remember, remembering 
is something that you had forgotten and yes. it's coming to mind. Yes. Um, yes. And that's all remember. Re well, remembrance means that because the Lord used the word remembrance. Yes. And it means to literally call to mind or recollect. Um, it's the action of remembering the dead. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's a recollection. So you may not always have it right on your mind at the moment. Mm. but mm. you're recalling it and you're pulling it from your memory banks to remember that thing, that thought. Yes. And it becomes a thought. Yeah. You know, I don't think a lot of us put a lot on the whole passion to begin with. Yes. Until we okay. might, until, this is why I suggest people should go watch The Passion of the Christ by Mel Gibson. Yeah. With Jim, with Jim Caviezel, mm -hmm. um, the Passion of the Christ is really, really good. So awesome! It's really good, and um, you know, it, it, those last twelve hours are a great portrayal, yeah, or at least a slight portrayal of what really took place. The only thing you still don't get is really what was going on on the inside of Jesus. Mm -hmm. You get very little of that, right? But when you see what was taking place, mm -hmm. that's usually enough to stir you to realize, whoa, yeah. He did a lot. Yes, sir. And by the way, we're only seeing what happened to the flesh mm -hmm. because the, the passion spirit. of the Christ can't really reveal to you mm -hmm. what happened in the spirit. Now, you might get a revelation mm -hmm. from it mm -hmm. if God shows it to you. Right. But in reality, you're still not getting the real impact of what Jesus actually did. It's just a piece. And just as a side note to that movie, The Passion, you and I and Brandon Miller watched that together during our fast yeah it came out when we were fast i can't remember what we we're fasting about yeah and we went in there i just remember there was not one dry eye no people walked in with popcorn and no one was eating it yeah nobody that's not a popcorn and soda movie it's not it was one of those and i would say you know uh it would be helpful to every so often when when you start becoming unthankful you, you realize, okay, you, that humility is waning and there's pride rising up. Maybe maybe go rewatch that yeah. to take into account and go yeah. read the Word of God. Yes, sir. Pastor, I love what you, uh, one of the, I'm looking at the notes that I took on your, from your message. I didn't really realize it until just right now. Easter and communion go hand in hand. Uh-huh. That's exactly right they do. Easter, we celebrate Easter. We think of Easter bunnies. We think of the candy, little chocolate eggs, right? Yeah, yeah. We think of getting together barbecue. But at the beginning of this, we're talking about communion. But communion, you can't have communion without Easter, and you can't have Easter without communion. And also the resurrection. I mean, we know that's part of that equation, no, right? right? But they really go hand in hand. They tie all together. Yeah. Easter and I communion. Mean, I mean, a lot of churches will celebrate like what they call a resurrection service. Mm -hmm. Our, I, I like to call ours a resurrection service too. Yeah. It don't matter, you know. Resurrection is a better is a better or passion, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. Resurrection is a better way to communicate what we do. Right. You know, some like to call it Easter, but right. really, resurrection is better. Right. That's the more, more spirit. The, the, it has a deeper spiritual connotation to it than Easter. Yeah. Easter's more, believe it or not, a uh, a pagan mm -hmm. kind of oh, philosophy okay. behind it. Believe it or not. Okay. But anyway, I don't want to go into that. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, you can go research that yourself and find out where the origins of so-called Easter come from. Mm -hmm. But 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 resurrection is simply identifying what Jesus did. Wow. And so it's important because without resurrection, mm -hmm. there's actually no communion. Mm. Mm. Think about it. Yeah. 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 Because they're one and the same, like right. you said. I mean, what was the what was the wine for? Mm -hmm. It was the blood. shed blood at mm -hmm. the cross. What was the, what was the body for? Body it was the bread for the 
It was the bread for because of the broken body that he was willing to suffer and die for mm -hmm. at the hands of man, mm -hmm. uh, in in order for part of the curse and the redemption of sin. Yeah, you know, to yeah. to come to mankind. Yes, yes, yeah. So so very much so. You see again, like you said, they, they all tie in. They all tie together. So in the beginning, the initial was the communion. Yes. Uh, obviously the beating, the uh, put to death of Christ, but then the very end is resurrection. Right. And, and this is why when Jesus took the, the, the communion, mm -hmm. you know, he was actually taking it before it mattered. Wow. He took it before it mattered. Yeah. This is why the disciples really didn't have quite an understanding. They Their, their idea of communion yeah. was more based off of sacrificial mm -hmm. offerings. Mm. You offer a lamb. Mm -hmm. So they understood under the law what it meant. Mm -hmm. But Paul understood it and was revealed the depth to it. He's like, wait a second. Mm -hmm. You guys are treating it like it was under the law. You're treating it as if this is a celebration, that your sins are forgiven. No. Now you need to remember what Jesus did. Right. See, so they understood the communion when they took it. Right. But, but Jesus took the communion before it was time. Mm. To help them understand that when you take it the next time, it's not going to be about that lamb on the set, on the wow. altar. It's not going to be about <laughs> just some little tree that you know that we call a curse. I'm going to be that curse. Yeah. You better remember what I did. Exactly. I hate to label this way, but from my mind, it seems easier. Like a, it's like a pre-workout. Right. Right. <laughs> it's yeah. like a pre-workout. Yeah. Before you start working out, take this. Yes. And this will help you during your workout. Right. And Jesus was like the pre-communion. Yes, it was a pre-communion to help them understand what real communion. Exactly. And I love what, I love what the scripture says. It wasn't until the Holy Spirit came that they understood. Right. That's why it took the Holy Spirit because th they just took it. I guarantee you, communion wasn't an uncommon thing. Mm -hmm. But it was always in relation to the animal sacrifices. Yes, sir. It wasn't ever in relation to what they were about to see. Mm -hmm. And about the next, in about the next twenty-four hours, mm -hmm. you're going to see what that communion means. Wow! And that's why Jesus said, that "Don't forget, don't forget." Well, again, again, just as an example, this is why Dottie was healed. That's how powerful communion is. Yeah. She was diagnosed with cancer. Right. And she was healed, Pastor. I know. How significant and powerful is communion? It, 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 it's a reflection <laughs> of what, obviously, the resurrection, right? The, it, it's part of it. It's part of it, right? But it's also a reflection of what you said, the, the healing, the yes. blood, and the body. Yes. It was everything that Jesus did for us at the cross mm -hmm. that a sacrificial lamb could not take away. Right. And that's why it's so important that because the people of God in the church of Corinth, yeah. I believe we're celebrating it as if it was an old covenant, mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. Old Testament law, which you could celebrate. You weren't yeah. going to be hurt by it. Right. But they were saying, but yeah, because it doesn't matter if a lamb dies. It's just an animal. Right. You celebrate. Yeah. But this had way more impact. Way more impact. And the Apostle Paul knew that. He's right. like, listen, guys. Yeah. Listen what you're doing. Yeah. This is not the old covenant, old law thing you're Ex going on. Exactly. This is literally a new covenant that was written in his blood. And let's talk about this for a second. Yeah. The blood, the body, we keep mentioning this, but it was from the Son of God. Uh-huh. The Son of God, yeah. and God, whom God is pleased yeah. when He was baptized. Those are the words yeah. that were spoken over Him on this earth, this planet. Yep. He was whom He's well pleased with. This is my beloved Son. Yeah. So the Son came in bodily form yeah. to redeem us. Like you said just a moment ago, referring to Adam and Eve. That's right. He was the second Adam. Yes, He was the second Adam. 
to redeem us what was lost by the first Adam. Yes, because the first Adam gave that up. But God made a plan to get people through that time Yes, through sacrificial offering. Yes. Now he's saying, you're no longer going to do sacrificial offering. I'm going to be the ultimate sacrifice. There it is. I am the ultimate lamb that will hang on that cursed tree. Yes. This is what you said. Without the cross, without the tomb, without the resurrection, we have nothing. We are nothing. That's right. You have to have the cross. You have to have the tomb. And there had to be a resurrection. If Jesus goes to the cross, he's a he's a he's a dead he's just a dead man. Isn't that worth remembering? He's a thief. Yeah, isn't mm-hmm. that worth remembering, Pastor? All of that. That's it. Yeah, it is. And communion celebrates that. Yeah, communion celebrates that. That's exactly what it celebrates. So going to the cross, he just becomes a common thief. By going to the tomb, though, mm. he has the opportunity to go minister. Yes, because we know he goes into the depths of hell and he ministers to those spirits. But he doesn't really bring life to mankind mm-hmm. until he's able to prove that he can conquer death. So he conquers death through his resurrection. Mm-hmm. So without all three together work it, at work, mm-hmm. two, of, two out of three is not good enough. Right. You can't just say, well, the cross and the tomb. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. He has to come to life. Yeah. You can't say, well, he can skip the cross and just go to the tomb and then to the... They could have just killed him on the road and threw him in a tomb. Nope. He had to hang on the cursed tree. Mm. Why? Because the tree represents a curse under the old law. Mm -hmm. Under the old law, because that tree is a curse, Mm -hmm. he couldn't break the curse of sin Mm -hmm. without hanging on the curse as a perfect lamb. Mm. So his perfect blood had to be shed. So it's like this. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, so you take something that's like, take an old rusty, uh, take an old rusty pipe. Mm Mm-hmm. If we want to get the rust off, mm-hmm. you're going to have to throw certain chemicals on it, clean it. to clean all that rust off. Mm-hmm. That's what was the curse was. The curse that was on that old tree, Jesus is saying, I'm hanging my body. Because men men live that curse, so I'm going to hang on that curse. Right. But I'm going to drip my blood on it because my blood is the only thing that's pure enough to, mm-hmm. to literally cleanse that curse off of it. Thank you, Jesus. And so he cleans the curse off with yes. his blood. That's why we're cleansed by the blood. This is why we should be celebrating, Pastor. That's right. We celebrate. We remember what he did. That's right. And I, I see why you're so passionate about this. Yeah. And I pray our listeners can see it and hear it as I well, too. Pastor. And really convey it to other people as well. The significance and the importance of communion and not to take it unworthily. Yes, exactly. Don't take it unworthily because at the end of the day, we've got to stand before a living God. And he sees those spots and those blemishes on us and I don't want to stand before him with a spot or a blemish. Yeah. Because if I do, I'm probably not going to make it. Yes. I don't know. I just don't think that with the church is going to make it. He's coming to a church without spot or blemish. So that means that when you stand before him spotted and blemished, that means that his blood hasn't done its job in your life. Exactly. And it's funny you had to say this together. You talked about what people have a tendency of doing and that people have a tendency to forget. Yes. And that's why this remembrance thing is so valuable because Jesus already knows the natural tendency of human because of human behavior mm-hmm. is to forget everything. Mm-hmm. We forget. We can't even remember where we put our keys. Exactly. You know, and, and yet this is the most important thing in all of the salvation experience. Mm-hmm. In fact, 
if you didn't even learn the Word of God, which you should, mm-hmm. but if you never even ever learned the Word of God, mm-hmm. you have to know this. Mm. This is the one thing you have to know mm. is his, that's why, what, good. why did, what, what was it that Paul said about experiencing his, oh, uh, you mentioned that, yes. uh, ex, oh, the, the the suffering of the cross yes what uh what was that um oh gosh where did he say that where he talked about the the, the suffering of his cross or oh my goodness i don't have that did you mention that on the on the message by my chance i probably no i did not okay okay no i, I you know what that's a good question maybe i did um because he talked about the suffering of the cross i just remember because yeah. I know in Second Corinthians one six it says, "Now if we are afflicted, mm-hmm. uh, okay, watch this verse verse five. Actually, let's read verse five. I'm gonna, yeah, um, I'm gonna read verse. Let's see, verse five. It says, "For us the sufferings of Christ abound in us. Mm-hmm. So His sufferings abound in us. Okay. That means whatever He went through, we've now it's now like as if we've gone through it." The only difference is we weren't perfect enough to, to initiate that. Mm. Okay, so so our consolation also abounds through Christ. So that means that if there's any redeemable quality now, it's because of what we it's because of what's done through Christ. So it abounds in us, but it also abounds through him. But it abounds, it abounds, it, it, it abounds in us, but it abounds through him. So in other words, anything that happens good in our life, such as healing and salvation, it's because it first came through Christ. Christ. So watch. And then it says, now, if we are afflicted, it is for your consolation and salvation, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is effective for enduring the same sufferings, which we also suffer. Mm -hmm. So he's basically saying, if you have to endure afflictions because somebody doesn't like the fact that you're a Christian, Mm -hmm. if you have to, if you have to endure, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, you know, uh, persecution, persecution mm-hmm. whatever, any mm-hmm. type of pain for the things that caught. It's as if you're doing exactly what Jesus had to endure, too. Yeah. yeah. So, but I love what he's saying, but it's never going to be to the effect of what Christ dealt with. No, because he's, it's, it has to go through him anyway. But it's like, but when we deal with it, it's yes. like what he did. So we're experiencing what he experienced. The only difference is we can't do what he did. Mm. We can't take away the sin, mm. but we can endu- experience the in- in what he endured. So in this life, we're going to have suffering. That's right. And he says, so in our hope for you is steadfast mm-hmm. because we know that you are partakers of the sufferings. So you will, per- you will partake of the consolation. Mm. The, con- the consolation means prize? Yes. It's like, well, it, how can I say it? Um... Yeah, consolation. I guess you could probably put it that way. You're 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 part of the consolation. Yeah. Is that is that what that scripture is saying? Um, in other words, oh gosh, th- there's a better way to put it. Okay. Um, I don't mean to put you on the spot. No, because I'm I'm not a great dictionary. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see here. Let me define it. Um, it's. It's more of a comfort. Yeah, oh. it's more of a comfort or a sympathy type thing. Oh, so here's yeah, your yeah, comfort. Yeah. Here's your sympathy. Mm. You know that if you've suffered, that Christ suffered it for you already. So oh, that means that you can... Only. Yeah, it's a comfort. There we go. That's, that's, good. that's, that's good. That's good. I'm good. Yeah. Because, again, when you say consolation, I want to make sure myself and the listeners, yeah. <laughs> in layman's term, yes. understand that. So he's sympathetic towards our things. He mm. He's saying, that the, here's the consolation. Here's, here's the comfort that I can offer you, in other words. If God is that sympathetic 
again, we should be walking around with more reverence towards the things of God, especially, again, when our topic is the communion, mm-hmm. is communion. Yeah. Well, even Hebrews tells us that, you know, that in all ways that we were tempted, that he's not he's he's not not less any mindful of it because he's also been through it too wow he was also tempted he was also tempted and so any of the things that jesus is uh, we go through jesus saying don't worry i've already been through it too wow but then he goes on later in the gospels he says but i tell you Mm -hmm. but be of good cheer for i've overcome the world for i've overcome and he did yep and he did so we have that hope through his suffering that we have to suffer Mm -hmm. that it's only that our suffering goes through christ Pastor, is there any way you want to close this in referencing to remember when? Yeah, just re- just understand that everything that Jesus did for you, if you didn't think about anything, even if you didn't sit and think about Scripture all the time, mm-hmm. think about the event that took place that changed your life. And I guarantee you, it'll draw you to Scripture. Mm-hmm. It'll draw you to prayer. It'll draw you to being grateful. Mm-hmm. It'll draw you to being humble mm-hmm. because you realize that there is no way you would ever know a truth that you currently live live called salvation Mm -hmm. through redemption and resurrection Mm -hmm. unless jesus christ himself did it for you wow so don't ever forget that always be grateful for what he did yes if you didn't even know what to thank god for if you say well i thank god for all the time for what i've got why don't you just thank him for who he is to you he is your savior and lord the one who hung on a tree to give you the blessings and the coverings and the you know the mm-hmm. everything that you need yes, sir. he's given it to you at the cross wow what a gift what a gift what a gift. we couldn't ask for anything more better than that pastor not at all he saved us from hell amen and he gives us another gift we get to drink a little juice and eat a little bread and remembrance of him amen and i'm not saying that in a in a in a, in a unworldly matter matter those are very significant to our faith. Yes, they are. Very powerful. Very powerful. Thank you for sharing this, Pastor. Yes. I sure appreciate that. It's good stuff. Also, listener, we also have a podcast that we recorded last week, Dem- Demons, Devils, and Deliverance. Mm. That was a powerful podcast. That was a good one. That was, that was really, really good. So, yeah. listener, if you have not listened to it, please check it out. Share it. We love you. God bless. Thank you for joining us today. Power Talk Podcast is brought to you by Powerhouse Church. You can listen on Spotify or download the Powerhouse Church app. If you would like to comment, need prayer, or want more information, contact us at powerhousechurch.us.